The following movie is rated R. Welcome back to the R-Rated Podcast. Today's guest is Bita Arefnia. Today we're going to talk about animation. I know everyone's been super excited about this topic because, you know, all the Pixar movies, all the Disney movies, they've been around since we've, we were kids, even before we were kids. So we've come a long way with animation. 1995 is when Toy Story came out, and that was kind of like the first like real animation where people were like, wow, like you have toys moving, you have like people moving. Um, but they actually didn't like master like people yet. So they had like very minimal animation for like the characters. Um, and they really focused on the toys. But even now, when you look at the like Toy Story 4, the toys have come such a long way. Um, they're just very detailed. And like even the lighting, like everything is so perfect. It's like insane. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk about different movies that we enjoy, um, classic animations, a little bit of Pixar, a little bit of Disney, and also, um, how to like create an animation because I know everyone's super excited to, you know, kind of know the secret of how it all comes to life because people are always asking me like, wait, are they really drawing everything out step by step or like, what are they doing? Is it, is it by hand? Is it on a software? So just kind of going to discuss that. So, hello, Bita. How are you? <laughs> hello, I'm great. Thank you for having me. So, um, disclaimer for anyone who doesn't know me. <laughs> I, um, I'm not like a professional animator. I'm a big fan of animation and I have a big passion of it. And I also talked to a friend of mine called Ben later, and he helped me a lot to talk through some questions where I'm not an expert yet. <laughs> Shout I out. Shout out, Kyle. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I've always been a big fan of animation um definitely started for me with um everything disney obviously um oh my god i know it's all i grew up with i i always tell people my personality has been formed through mulan and emperor's new groove like i am Ooh, yes and mulan that's literally what i <laughs> i know yes i 100% agree like it started with disney for me too like all the disney princess movies for sure and then you know as we got older like it was like Lilo and Stitch with new um, scenarios, new worlds, new like characters, which is really cool because, you know, like in animation, you can really have this big imagination, really make anything come to life. And people, the audience will, you know, if it works, it works. Like it's not really weird if like, you know, there's like movies like that. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but there's like um, like a bee and it has like a relationship with like a, oh, a human. <laughs> Yes, so weird. I don't know. You can like there, you cannot go wrong with animation in any way. Like anything is possible. Literally anything's possible. It's like you you don't even question it. I feel like it's way easier to like just come up with like a weird concept in animation yeah. and have a talking bunny or have a have a talking yeah. mouse than having that in person. Like no, it's so true. CGI it in like any live action movie like it doesn't it doesn't feel the same way it's i know nobody questions like oh like why is this like why is that thing talking like it shouldn't be like it shouldn't have like it shouldn't be moving like an animation like there's no rules i feel like there's no no like no weird like that's like not normal like which is really cool i like that like no one's left out in, in yeah. the, of the group so it's cool <laughs> so i guess we'll start from the like very basics um so when you would start an animation, would you create like a storyboard? So it depends from person to person. Everyone is different um, on like how you start the character in general. So basically you just get started with um, coming up with ideas, like just brainstorming ideas. Like okay. 
maybe you have had an idea about a story and then you form a character throughout the story or you form a character and then the story evolves around the character. Um, so a lot of times you, depending on what you use, like there's people who animate um, these days more with like a tablet, an iPad, or even per computer. Yeah, I've been seeing the like, even the commercials for that. They're like, oh, like animate on your iPad. I'm like, that's kind of dope. Like I don't know how to animate at all. But I almost was like, I might like want to just try it just because it's really cool. It looks fun. And yeah, like, exactly. It's definitely practice makes perfect. Like no one was born drawing perfectly in the beginning. And with the computer settings that they have now, it's so much easier. Like you have such an easier time just drawing a perfect circle. If you don't need to be great at that, like it literally adjusts it for you. If you can wow. go into the settings and be like, this is what I want. And then it does it for you. Wow, that's actually crazy because I remember taking a drawing class in film school and I almost cried in that class <laughs> because I, I, I when I'm when I'm telling you like I cannot draw like I cannot draw to save my life like I my storyboards are all stick figures like it's really hard like and you know we had to take the drawing class and it was one of those drawing class where it's everyone of every level so you got beginners with advanced people with like people who are decent you know what I mean so I felt like shit going to that class every day because oh I'm like, I was, it was just like awkward. Like I didn't want to like hold up my like drawing in front of the class because they, she, she made you like literally hang it up and then everyone analyzes it. I'm like, I really don't need everyone to analyze my stick uh, figures, yeah. but it was, it was a hard class, but even the circles, I'm like, I can't draw a perfect circle. It's so hard. So it like, just, hard. I wish I had that software because literally I was getting so frustrated. I'm like, I can't even draw a circle. Like, what is my life? <laughs> like, what am I doing? It's totally doable now. And there's so many different apps. Like some of them are free. Some of them you have to pay, but like. You yeah, but which ones are we? Yeah. Tell us some of the apps. Cause I'm curious too, to know. So the, the biggest one right now, that's also like industry standard for the most part is yeah. Procreate. Ah, okay. So they are literally out there killing it for everyone. <laughs> How much is it? I'm assuming it's probably like two, th is it like two, three hundred dollars or because like some of these softwares are pricey. Um, I believe it's like thirty dollars if I'm not wrong. Wow. Um, you could also get Procreate for your phone. That's like five dollars. And I think the one but that seems like hard. Like, can you actually animate on your phone? Like, what do you what would you need? You just use your fingers? Yeah, I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't recommend that. I think that's yeah. harder to do. Um, yeah, it's just more like if you already started something, I mean, you can color it in. So basically how um, the easiest easiest way when you watch like how they create animations on Procreate, um, you can see like how they can go do stroke by stroke. So you can do different kinds of animation, either still animation or you can do moving animation. And you can choose that setting, whichever one you want. And then you can basically do frame by frame and just like, and then how the lines move. Like it's really, wow. really fascinating. You're just like, what? Like you just did that. <laughs> That's great. And you use like a little, like a, like a pen, like, a, yeah. or like you're using your finger, you're using the mouse of the computer, like what? Either um, with the, with tablets, iPads, you can use like either there's the Apple pen or you can get the cheaper version on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Under $30. Just yeah, yeah. Uh, the same. We love it. We love a good deal. So we love a good deal. Um, <laughs> I mean, you can always invest into like an Apple pen, but I'm just telling you, um, it just works just fine um, for now for me as well. Just as a beginner as well, you don't have to like spend all that money. Exactly. Um, but yeah, like you do, you do it with a little like touchscreen pen that they have, and also you can also move your finger to like like either zoom in, zoom out, 
um, that's like what's really nice because that's how you can do detail work. Right. And you don't have to like with a pen and paper, like what do you do? can't really zoom that's that's literally why i was asking i'm like how the hell do you do it like so i'm so basically everyone starts nowadays just drawing on the app or the computer because it's like a lot easier than you know hand drawing everything and it would take so much longer i feel like like how long does it take you versus like how long does it take you to animate or create a character on a software versus hand drawing it um definitely way faster yeah Um, doing it on the software just because um it also there is no rules so you can you can do whatever you want like there is no right or wrong on how to animate technically like steps on how they tell you like this is what you should do or this right do it a creative decision and everything is subjective and mostly with animation so i love that i love that like imagine just like having a job where you're like there's no rules you can literally create whatever you want like Cause you know, with filmmaking, you still have some, like you have a lot of creative freedom, but you still have some sort of rules, like, you know, continuity. You can't just be like, you know, breaking continuity, breaking the fourth wall constantly, you know, just doing all this crazy shit, whatever you want. But in animation and you're like, I'm going to make this spoon move and it's going to be like swimming in soup and no one's going to question it. You're like, yeah, it makes sense. It's a hot tub for the spoon. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what do you want? (laughs) There's no creative like stops or like, yeah. In- the sky's the limit, which is really awesome. That's yeah, you really can cool. do whatever you want in that sense. It also always depends, like, where do you want to go with it? Um, like, do you want to create just a very abstract animation? Um, and you can also just start with um, just sketching out. Like, it helps doing sketches. It helps doing, like, a little storyboard to just have an idea if you really want to make, like, a, a little short story or even into, like, a feature or whatever. Um, but I've not seen anybody do that yet with like by themselves. <laughs> um, so I used to do this thing where um, when Disneyland was open. <laughs> oh my God, I am waiting for the day we can go back to Disneyland. Like I literally am like, those were, those would be my happy days when I can like walk through the park, like just get that Disney feel. Like uh. what my one of my favorite things to do there is besides like the rides and whatever is to go to California Adventure and there's the animation studio. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. So you go in and there's like there's also like a little schedule on like what character is gonna be drawn at what time and they oh, yeah and then know that how to be um how to draw a character from Disney. So like they have I've drawn like Olaf before or um. A lot of Mickey and Minnie, obviously, and and Donald Duck and stuff like that. Like, right. you have all like variations of it. They also, I always missed Stitch, and I'm very <laughs> yeah. He would seem like a little bit hard to draw. Like, I don't think I could. I, would, think, I, I would literally be like, well, how are we drawing these? Like, yeah. Where do I start? And they literally like, oh, just start like with a little bit. You do this line right here, and like they have a little projector, and then you can watch. Wow, that's so cool. And paper, and you can even bring your own. Like the last time I went with was like beginning of 2020 before the yeah. COVID, I brought a little like sketchbook with me and then I went literally a couple times like I would go in go out wait in line again for the next one go that's <laughs> do it. oh that's really cool I didn't even know that they had that like I I've seen the animation studio but I never like had gone in because I don't like I said like I can't draw so I was just like oh that's cool that's there but that's actually really cool to like be able to like follow and like have someone teach you how to draw this character. Like that's really cool. Yeah, like, it's, I actually would want to try that. It is not that hard. Like it's it's crazy. Like even like as I also have like um, these doubts in my head, being like, oh my God, <laughs> actually like my drawing skills are not that great, and like 
like, I don't know what to do. Um, yeah, yeah. But it really, it's really encouraging how you can just be like, oh my God, I just drew Mickey Mouse and yeah. it's not that bad. And then you can also always be like, okay, I'm going to go to the next one and then try this again. Or like, you, they have sometimes the same characters throughout the same day. So you can always like come back, but they're oh, super wow. nice and it's super fun. And it's obviously totally in the Disney spirit. So everyone is so supportive and really, really. Right, fun. right, right, right. So you can, you can do whatever. And they never, like, if a character is hard to draw from the front, they mostly do side profiles or like they figure it out in a way to make it as easy for you as possible and you would literally be like well how do i do this arch and you just like you just try it you did tell wow. you lines how to do the circles like what like, they would do and they'd be like it doesn't have to be perfect it's right right, perfect. right. <laughs> but also they literally teach you how to do it as a sketch so you don't get an eraser oh so they, wow give you a pen without an eraser and they're like you're just sketching it like don't even think about it too hard and it makes like it makes it so nice you're just so calm like right you're just like oh, thing. yeah <laughs> it's really sweet so i i would love doing that all the time and then um i always love to get like books that are um i used to also have this book i don't know where i put it it's probably somewhere in my room in austria but i had this book which was like all disney characters um how to draw them how to draw them yeah yeah literally and i would i would sit there and i would just be like okay let me let me practice so there is one circle three circles whatever <laughs> Like, there is the line and then I would be like try it and when it turned out like that I'm like I'm just gonna trace it <laughs> I don't know this is not right <laughs> but literally that's that's all you would need to do is like just get these little like helping books so I found this book which is like how to draw cute animals and so <laughs> animals, is, animals is hard like I don't know how to draw an animal at all like that I don't yeah. even know like I don't even know how to get started on that like I, I'm always I always struggle with <laughs> I don't know what it is, but either my horse ends up being too fat or too skinny. And like, I don't understand how to do this proportionally. Yeah, um, proportions. Proportions would be so hard for me. Like, it would not be even at all. That's the thing. They give you like these little, little like cute animals. Like it looks like a cute little cat that looks like, yeah. like lays on the side somehow. And it just, yeah. it's really like just animated. Just very, very easy. Like you don't even have to. Like it's not with shading and you have to like draw it very realistically, not at all. So just like those kind of things. And I would be like, oh my God, that's so cool. And then I would sit down and just like try it out, or like doodle it out or something um, just for myself. And I think right, right. the more you don't like judge yourself or like think about it too much, the more you can just work on it. And even with these softwares, it's obviously like way easier to just cheat it out, basically. Right. Um, you don't have to think about it too much or too hard and it, it's actually easier these days to to learn it and get into it than it used to be a couple of years ago like the old disney movies they were all i mean painted by hand on freaking glass <laughs> and then what yeah frame by frame like you had to like draw literally every hand movement like mm -hmm. that they were doing that's mm -hmm. insane that would take crazy. so much time it's crazy so animation literally came from like i mean it they've been tracing it back to like the, the old stone ages so you have to imagine like how people used to like just draw figurines <laughs> and then I think, yeah, think about it the egyptians like you know they were yeah. art everywhere like they were all you know different movements and stuff so yeah yeah, it's very interesting story from that. And yeah, that, it literally evolved over the years, and then um, it started to provide like basis for cinematography. So it's all connected. 
and it's all mind blown. (laughs) You learn something new every day. I love it. I love learning. No, I love learning something new every day. So this is great. That is crazy though. That trips me out that like you have to, you literally had to draw every single like frame step by step. Like Mm -hmm. even like the simple thing of just running or like the character, like wanting to sit down. Those little pocketbooks, right? Where, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Draw like, a little like for example a little dancing penguin or something right. and then you flip it and then you can like see the penguin dancing right That's literally like what you have to do basis of it they're so detailed so i'm like you mm-hmm. have to be so detailed every single time you literally have to draw it like let's just say like a hundred times to get that motion. I don't know. Like that just seems so insane to me because I like don't know if I have the patience for that. I'd be like, oh my God, oh my God. Oh my. So thank God for the software. It's like, <laughs> I feel like that's a major, yeah, a major of- upgrade. It also, it also depends on um, how you want to do it. But there's people like, I know my friend that I talked to, Ben, he was saying that he likes to, for example, draw like his character over and over again, like per each frame mm-hmm. and like constant, like literally doing it again and again and again. And wow. then, it like for example it moves from like left to right and it's like the same character to the exact i was like how do you what <laughs> no like honestly like i want to know like like what's your secret to be able to sit still like that like <laughs> it's it, like I, I still don't know how he does it a major props to everyone animating that's insane like i like, wow that's really cool <laughs> very similar i feel like to people who edit film or anything right like, i know yeah sit there literally and be okay sitting there for a couple hours on an end and just focus on getting it done like it that's basically how it is because at first i was like you have to be you have to be a, like a really good i don't know artist or know how to draw or paint to like be an animator but like you really don't now with these like softwares i feel like you can you can be decent and still like make it happen you know like because I feel like like I, like there's no rules in animation. So even if your characters look a little off or like a little like grungy, like it could have that look. It could be that, you know, like that could be the vibe of, the, of your animation. Like I feel like it kind of works. I don't know. Before like talking to you, I was like, yeah, you have to be like super good and super detailed for everything. But I feel like there's a little bit more freedom about like, you know, how, how good you are as an artist, like in animation. I think that's the biggest, biggest lie that people have been putting on on animators or like people who want to who want to be in animation is like you have to be good at drawing because there is no good or like perfect or there is no like rules in it whatsoever it's literally just something that they put in people's head to make them feel insecure about it that is it it worked <laughs> yeah, I, <know>. I, <laughs> <think> I was <laughs> definitely I'm like shit. You don't need to feel insecure about it and i'm still like there where i'm like I'm still doing this for myself. Yeah. I don't want to show anyone yet. Like it's totally normal. And I think it just, it just takes time till you feel really comfortable um, getting out of your head, but it's something, it's a, it's a nice little like creative outlet that is, yeah. that you can take anywhere and that can work for anything because it's constantly evolving. It's becoming bigger and bigger. There's new technology coming every single day. Um which is crazy. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. And it's just going to keep evolving, which is like, imagine how the animation is going to look in like five years. Like, oh I feel like it's going to be so real. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to be like, is that even animation? Like, I feel like they're real people. Like, I feel like it's going to be so intense. Yeah, like, it's, <laughs> it's crazy how they like draw every hair 
movement. Like it's I know. Remember Monsters Inc. though? I feel like that I think that movie stood out so much because of Sully, like his fur. Like mm-hmm. it was like the first movie where they you could really see like like the single little hairs moving and then moving as it like a bulk, like just like every time he would like lift his arm or if he was running or whatever he was doing, like it just, it looked so real. Like they did such a good job. And I don't know, we just went from like Mickey, like whistling to like, now we're like going underwater, like finding like Dory. And then we're like in Coco, like, you know, in the afterlife, like trying to like figure out like all this, like, I don't know, Coco, the animation blew me away. It's absolutely amazing. Like, first of all, they're skeletons, like they're not even people. So I feel like that's like hard too because when you're creating movement, like they're so bony, like wouldn't like mm-hmm. I feel like the clothes would just look weird, but like it didn't look weird in the movie. Like it just it looked like I don't know, it just like it looked in, like it was intact, like it was in place. It like made sense, and then all the crazy lights, like I'm just like, and everything's like moving and singing and dancing and like all these colors. How many animators were behind that movie? Like probably so many. Like it's insane. a lot. That's another thing, like. Pixar movies and Disney movies, like they have more than just one person creating the animation. It's not, it's not just one person just sitting there like drawing Elsa and Anna. Like it's a whole team of people. So, you know, don't feel bad about yourself if you're like, oh my God, like why is it taking so long? I actually read something crazy that, um, uh, yeah, Finding Dory with the octopus, you know, um, it's like camouflage. Mm -hmm. So animating that, they basically, to make it look like it would disappear and come back, they had to like, draw it all out and then like reverse it like all this like crazy shit but it took basically two years to do all the animation with the octopus in it because it was just so hard it hadn't mastered like camouflaging it and how like the each tentacle moves yet which i'm like i didn't even think about like any of that like you don't think about that kind of stuff you're just like wow they made it move like that's crazy you know probably the same formula but no you have to think about like all the detail all the little like suction cups on the like octopus like like the slime the like the way it would like feel or look like those are all details that, you know, they've improved on and it's insane. Still know how my mind isn't constantly blown by every single animation that I watch because you don't think about it all the time unless yeah. you actually are like doing it yourself or you're like really getting into it. Mm-hmm. The same thing as like when you watch a movie <laughs> and you've been to film school, you're like, oh, goodness, I can't watch a movie anymore without. I know. <laughs> No, literally. I literally sit there and I'm just like analyzing everything. And I'm like, somebody turn this movie off. Like, I can't. (laughs) And I think it's easier for me with animation because even if you're like getting into it, it's it still feels like such a magical experience. Like, doesn't matter what it is. It's also with, I don't know, do you watch anime, for example? I've watched a little bit of anime. My brother's super into anime. He told me to download um the Crunchy app role. It's like it's like an app. It's called Crunchy App. And literally, it's all this, like, anime, like, you can watch for free and stuff. And I guess there's this one that he wants me to watch. It's called Death Note because they made a Netflix movie. Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. If you haven't, God, goodness. Yeah. He's like, please watch it. So I still have yet to watch it, but I'm super excited to watch it because I do – I'm familiar with the story, so I know, like, kind of what's going on and stuff. So, yeah, I'm excited. Um, but anime is like a whole another world of animation, which oh, I think is amazing. Yeah. But yeah, let's tell me about anime. I'm, I want to know. So yeah, I mean, anime itself is Japanese, like originally. Um, so there is a whole different specific technique to that that I'm still like not completely familiar with. But right. that is that is just something that I also always loved as a kid. Like I grew up with Spirited Away, uh, Princess Monoke. Like it. 
oh my god and then they still are making new anime like series movies and there's so many episodes like i'm always like i have to start watching this one now (laughs) there is this one but where do i find the time like i don't watch anything else anymore (laughs) that's good anime right i'm not mad yeah it's like (laughs) hooked like and it goes goes deep into the story and you can't stop i mean dragon ball z pokemon like and then those kind of animes like they took them into video games and that's also a whole different part of animation so we like we can't go into everything (laughs) (laughs) just to give an idea like there is from game design to like just movie animation like there is all kinds of different subcategories and different jobs so like there is the jobs in animation are like it seems like endless because there is literally a guy for everything like there really for every single thing like there is a person for um let's go for example we have people who are an art director so they're just like the main person in charge like they just know how the story is going how we're doing this and this and that then we have stop motion animators like we have people who literally go like with figurines from like clay or whatsoever that shit is amazing like i've watched videos on that like i am like wow like that's a whole nother type of animation <laughs> this is uh i couldn't do it i i'm like too shaky i think and <laughs> like where i also always say like this is why i can't play this what is this beeping doctor game or whatever oh, um, operation operation yes i used to love that game i'm actually pretty good at it <laughs> I, w- I would always be like i would get so mad <laughs> time i could i would hear the beep and i'm like (laughs) um but yeah literally it's like it's like that kind of prestige that you have to have with your hands and fingers and literally moving frame by frame like just a little bit and making the move in like a whole movie for example i was like how do people take that time and like the 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 focus that you have to have yeah do you have you ever seen iCarly? That's like oh my, my god, yeah, it's actually trending again right now on Netflix. Yeah, it's like everywhere. <laughs> Goodness, like they have it on every um, streaming platform right now. They're trying mm-hmm. to really like post it out there, and I watched yeah. it. Everything. Um, it was like one of my big like throwbacks. I was like, no, I love I love doing that too because I'm like I want to like watch something that I like like used to really entertain me back as a kid and it's just funny now because like some of the stuff is like super cheesy and you're just like oh my yeah. god but like it's fun you know i, I enjoy jerry, it jerry trainer's character spencer um has this part where he's like a camera squirrel or something <laughs> <laughs> this is camera robot squirrel and he's like making a stop motion thing and like how long it took him to do and he's like 100 1000 <laughs> to go back and forth on doing it and then when he showed the movie it's literally five seconds <laughs> that's that's literally what it is though like i think that's i wouldn't have the patience for stop because stop motion literally is just like every single like second movement <laughs> like like not even it's like it, i don't even fathom like it can't be even like it doesn't even have to be an exact second it like moves so quickly i'd be like yeah they do this and there's I people know these lego movies and stuff like that too or like i know and they're actually good too i'm like holy shit like how did you get they're amazing and they started doing them at first with just stop motion and then all of a sudden it became an animation thing i was like yeah like like you said you can animate anything yeah (laughs) like sausage party have you seen i mean sausage party is more of like a 
adult animation, I would say. But, you know, I watched it because I was like, I'm into, I love animated movies. I don't know who did Sausage Party, actually. Who animated that? I'm not sure. But I know Seth Rogen was a big part of, uh, he was the main voice and producer it's Sony. Uh, Sony. Every, every studio has its anim- uh, has an animation section, right? Um, so they that makes sense though because DreamWorks is more for like children, family, and children. I feel like and like sausage party, like that was super sexual, and they were saying bad words the whole time. So they were probably like, we don't want to like link it to any like you know children family like channels. And- yeah, it's definitely <laughs> something where they were like, this is not for kids. It's the yeah. same thing with like a lot of um animation shows that are coming out like rick and morty yeah simpsons like for for ages simpsons i watched simpsons as a kid a lot because one of my brothers like used to love it so much he literally messed with it and i would watch it all the time and then (laughs) my mom would be like this is not really appropriate for you (laughs) um and i was like but this is a cartoon a cartoon is for kids (laughs) i would always be like why is my brother watching cartoons but like (laughs) it's not uh, it's literally made for adults and that's yeah. the same thing with rick and morty definitely for people more in their 20s like i don't like, yeah maybe even like teenagers too yeah but it's not like a kid's thing like he, he's like a raging alcoholic and um, <laughs> <laughs> takes his <laughs> takes this freaking grandson out on like missions into the universe yeah it's crazy um, but Something about a cartoon saying bad words is just like it's cool, it's fun. Like I feel like as an adult, you're like, ha ha. Yeah, definitely entertaining. Uh huh. Yeah, it's something else because you, as a kid, all you saw were things were there would be no bad words. I mean, that yeah. would be written in the windows, but nothing like on the nose exactly in your exactly. face saying anything dirty and whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely really fun watching those kind of. I mean, things. I personally I love um, BoJack Horseman is like next level. I haven't seen that one yet, but I know it's doing really well. It's, what is it? What's it? What's it about? So it's basically about this horseman who is um, um, a struggling, like he's a very established sitcom actor from like the nineties, and then now he's like in his like forties, I believe, and is trying to um, establish himself as like a movie um, actor. But like everyone only knows him from the sitcom and he's been like struggling and like drug addiction and alcohol addiction and everything. It's like very real, very hits hard. It's a big. Wow. Yeah, that sounds like a serious topic. It's a very it's oh, my God, it can get really depressing. I feel every time I watch it a lot and I would be like, oh, my God, I don't know. Like like, as someone (laughs) who's I don't know about the industry, I don't want to feel like this. (laughs) that's that's interesting because like you know like a lot of the animations are more like funny but like especially the adult ones like family guy like south park like i feel like they're all like you know funny and perverted and like talking about like things that are really going on on in the news and social media and all that so that's a that's a new take more dark side but hey there's there's a niche for everything so i'm not surprised that like they have that yeah, and I'm sure they're gonna keep making. They're gonna keep making more adult an- animation shows because it's doing well. There's definitely like a a group of people that like more than a group of people. There's a whole audience for that of people that really enjoy yeah. that. I know that a lot of the animators. I mean, there's a new movie coming out from Disney that is Raya. Um, yeah, I heard about that. I I haven't looked into it though. I don't know what it's about, but I did see like a little poster for it. Um, yeah, I have no idea what it's about. Yeah. <laughs> I just know it exists and I was like right. <laughs> it's gonna make millions of dollars that's all I know 
Um, literally, I mean, they still are making things from home now. Like they get all their softwares. They took all their literally computers with them left, <laughs> and then wow. their stations at home. And it it works if you have your your software and everything you need to make these animations. You can make them basically anywhere. But obviously, it's not the same feel as like being in a room with people having that exchange. So everything is over Zoom. Everything is from far away <laughs> from the yeah. studios, but they get it done. But literally with Seoul, it was it was really fascinating. I watched the whole behind the scenes and how they made it in, in COVID. And they went from being in person in the studios, making all, like starting the whole project, being in the middle of production. And all of a sudden it was like, well, we got leave now. <laughs> and everyone was like, wow, we go. And yeah. people packed their computers, took all their softwares and literally in cards, went out and put them into the back of the car and went home and started making it from home. And it took longer than obviously expected, but it, I think it came at a time that was um, really necessary. Like I, I've heard like mixed re reviews from other people. No, I love so honestly. I, I was I too. I think it was impeccable and mm -hmm. i watched it like two days back to back like watched it one day and then the next day i watched it again because i was like i have to see this <laughs> no and honestly like because before i would say before soul like coco really was up there for me for the new mm -hmm. animation movies because like like i i really like movies any any movie that can like make me feel something where i'm like oh mm -hmm. shit like damn that kind of like made me feel like whatever the feeling is but like i'm feeling something like if i'm just sitting there and i'm just like like watching different pictures on the screen but nothing's like happening inside me like I'm just not going to be as interested or it's not going to connect me but with soul it was just like it was it's a heavy topic like you know you talk about death or like what happens after you die and like it's crazy because like you know they made it so kid friendly for like children to be able to enjoy it but also like you're talking about a heavy topic but also the adults are drawn and that's like the amazing thing about like Disney and Pixar, they're just so good at um, making movies for the whole family and not just for the kids. And it's like you're learning a lesson out of it as well. So it's like you really do leave all those movies like, oh, I learned this from that or like, oh, the hidden message. Like there's more. You know what I mean? It's just like it's crazy. And the animation in that movie I really enjoy because I mean, obviously the characters are so detailed. It's insane how far they've gone with the characters. But I enjoy that they had – like almost up to four different types of animation in the actual mm -hmm. film. Like, you know, like the little go, like when you go into the afterlife, like the, the you yeah. know, like a little ghost animation. And then like the, the ones that were like kind of in charge, they're like stick mm -hmm. figure animation, but not stick figure, but they look like kind of stringy and sticky. Like, I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain. I don't, I don't know if there's a correct term for it, but like there was just different character animations. And I was really impressed by that because I was like, wow, this is the first movie I've seen where, it's an animated movie, but it has four different types of animation styles in it. Like that was yeah. really advanced to me and really like out there. Plus there was a story and it made you feel something and it was just freaking brilliant. So <laughs> I think the biggest thing with Coco that stood out to me was just the, the emotional, um, emotional story behind it and mm -hmm. how it connected so mm -hmm. deeply. Like I was, I was just the first time I watched it, I don't even remember when I where I watched it the first time. If it, I I don't think I saw it in theaters. I think mm -hmm. I saw it at home. Yeah, um, and I don't know how that happens. Either I see like literally a Disney or a Pixar movie the second it comes out in the theater, or I see it like the second it comes out. <laughs> on yeah, platforms. It like depends on the time and the day and whatever happens. But 
um, I remember seeing it for the first time and just being like, I have not seen something like this that impacted me so heavily. And it's, I always find it so fascinating when it's like, they give it a cultural um, specificity in this yeah. case, like Mexican culture. And I was like, I have nothing to do with that. Like literally <laughs> I have, I have no idea. I was like, what is this? Right. Right. <laughs> doing like, this is interesting. Yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah, I heard of the, obviously the day of the dead and the, uh, yeah. it's like they all have it in different cultures in a different way of just being like, you go and pay respect to the dead, but that how the way they do it with like celebrating it and like, the whole idea of them like coming over and being there, even though you can't see them, but they're there in spirit. And that right. was so touching to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we talk specifically in the animation, I think the way that his hands would move into the skeletons or like mm-hmm. that, um, I thought that was really interesting, the whole light movement of it and how they would have to like specifically make that sparkle like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, I think that movement of it and the quick-witted anima- animation of that was phenomenal. And the the music is what it really does. The music, yes. Music is so key in all these animations. I mean, in movies alone, like, it's really what draws the emotion and really takes you into, emerges you into the, yeah. in the film. Um, and Kobe, yeah, like, all the, you know, it's very traditional music. So I think that's why I, like, it's stuck really. And then with soul, it's jazz music, you know, like he's yeah. a jazz player. So like they really incorporate jazz music and the soul of, of the music. And again, and it just links the soul. For sure. I think it's the specificity of it. And I think, I mean, if I really think about it, the, 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 their soul, the spirit animals, that is what really like made me like blink twice. Like, yes. What is happening? Like her big, what is this tiger? Tiger, beautiful. You know what the tiger reminded me of is when you have like as a like as a kid when you use those like rainbow scratch paper. It's like black, and then like you you color it, and it's like rainbow. Like rainbow comes out. Like the animation like reminded me of that. I was like that color is really cool. Um, yeah, don't know how they did that, but super amazing. <laughs> amazing. It had a certain like glow to it. It. it yeah. was- it, it, as if like someone literally was spraying on like glow spray yeah, <laughs> literally, literally and just being like it like is beaming out into the world even though it doesn't go past my screen it looks like it's like elevated and that was like mind-blowing to me for sure I was uh, like their eyes and oh it's just a detail yeah but basically I mean when you when you start making a feature that's a whole like different tactic you start basically the same way you start with a movie you start with a script start with an idea you come up with um a shot list a storyboard and go into like just sketching out the thing like if you watch a lot of the how they made moana for example you can literally see how they have the frame by frames like next to each other how they did um how far i go the big song of the movie right and they have her literally in like what side of the frame she's at and what her hair movement kind of does like at least like in a way of like wow. you know this way this way and you, they have an exact idea of like how does the wave crash how does the it's it's fascinating if you really get into it you just yeah. it's like how detailed everything is and how they have to think of everything and it's similar to f- just film directing in general yeah. where you go like 
let's see if this was a real person, <laughs> how would they talk? How would they walk? How is their um, relationship to the earth? How is how is this working out for them? Um, yeah. And then with animation, you have to just literally create them from scratch, which is the only other thing. And they have um, it's it's really fascinating with. Um, let's go, for example, with Bambi. That's a big mm-hmm. classic. Classic. Loved it as a child. Was like, oh my goodness. It's still like, like it's a tearjerker for me every time. Like when the mom dies, I'm like, oh my, my god. Heart, um, that was like, my, like the first time I was exposed to like animation death. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, oh my god, heartbreaking. <laughs> heartbreaking. And what they did with that was literally like, how do we study a deer? What does a deer do? How does a deer learn to walk and move around in their environment? And they literally would sit in a circle around a deer in the middle of the stall or whatever room they were in. And studying all these animators were like sketching out on pen and paper a deer and how it was moving and making notes on like, oh, this is how the leg gets up or how they like look around. What is their... Like, how do they tilt their heads? Stuff like that. It's, they go into depth of, like, the movement of animals, for right. sure. So really, like, study your subject. Like, whatever you want to animate, like, study that movement or that animal, like, or, like, the action of whatever you want to animate. Because, like, obviously you have the idea of, like, let's say you wanted to animate someone, like, hitting a baseball. Like, I have an idea of, like, how that's going to look. But, like, I'm sure if I took a video of myself actually swinging, there would be like movements that I probably would have missed um, to draw, like, you know, when it was time to animate, because, you know, like you don't think of like every second of your movement when you're swinging or whatever. So it's definitely, that definitely makes sense. And it's a good note to (laughs) um, really study your subject, take a video maybe, or even picture to like really reference it. Cause I'm like, I would, I'm a visual learner. So I would really need to see it in front of myself to like be able to draw the movement. But 100%, 100%. Like they don't, they don't just as some parts comes from your imagination and your brain and just putting it on pen and paper or putting it on like any software that you have on your pen like tablet. But to just get started with animation, you just have to get out of your head, just sit there for like, just let yourself sit there. Same way when you start writing. Yeah. Um, and you just sit there and you're like, like, I don't know what to write. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, what do I do? Or how a musician picks up a guitar and just like plays a couple chords and just gets into it. That's the same way. You just sit right. there, dedicate your time, write to write. Like you're just right. like, I'm writing out my thoughts. I'm writing out my thoughts. These are my thoughts. And then you may be going to, this is what I'm thinking about now. <laughs> and then yeah. the animation, you go like, I'm just going to draw a couple lines here. What does this look like? Oh my God, this looks like a tree. Oh my God, this looks like maybe a person, but the person is weird. Let me... <laughs> um you literally go from like part to part and you can't judge yourself a lot of the times I think what a lot of animators um that I also know do is literally like sit there and just make a draft of something Mm -hmm. do a script draft and then you're like okay this is just for no one else is gonna see this nobody else ever going to experience what what I've done with this character I love that (laughs) ever draft it might look like a a, a weird um sketch of like (laughs) everything does like think about like when I'm like okay the first draft of like when I write my scripts like it's never like I'm never like it's never ready to actually go out and shoot so you have to just think of it like let yourself have the freedom of going into this thinking 
oh, wow, what what if I do it this way? What can I come up with? And then you always redraw, redo, redraft. Like there's a constant progress in it. So when you start with the same way when, when um, Disney, Pixar, whatever other big companies, small companies, what they start with is like, what ideas do we have? What story do we want to tell? What what is there? What are pitches? What is a story? What is a character? What would be interesting? And then from there you go into step by step of like, oh wow, that could be this. And there's a specific formula, obviously, with Disney already, like they know. Right. Um, and they're just trying to come up with more diverse things and like being like, let's put in different cultures, let's have representation of this and here we'll have a more girl power kind of a movie and here we'll have something that is a male character but let's make him african-american or let's make it more like but it's it's relatable to everyone right it doesn't matter it doesn't have to be like just because this is a specific person from a specific race or specific ethnicity it doesn't mean it's not relatable to everyone else right. um, like when i watch princess and the frog it's like mm-hmm became one of my favorite Disney princesses, Disney movies of all time. It's a great one too. And the music in it is a great too. It's in New Orleans. So I'm like, it's it, like Disney just does so good with like pairing the music off the animations. And I think that's what like sells it too, because the songs, the kids remember the songs and they're like singing, like, for example, let it go. Like, you know, it's fucking mm-hmm. blew up like from frozen. So, and even remember me from Coco. Like I remember, um, it was trending like a ton. Like it was even on like um, on like Apple's like number one trending list at one point because like when the movie came out and then it was like Oscar award, like it almost got, I think it did win an Oscar actually. It won an Oscar and then it was like on the top charts of Apple just like. Let It Go was, is, is still I think one of the number one things people sing at karaoke. It's, like, <laughs> it's still something, it will come up. I, I remember when it came out and I still lived in Austria and I went out with people in Vienna like a couple times to this karaoke bar. Yeah. Every single time someone was singing Let It Go. And one time I was like, you know what? I'm just going to give this a girl. <laughs> you know, I watched Frozen in German in Austria and I had no idea it was about princesses. I So I went into it thinking I had no idea what the movie was about. And you know how the titles are always different? Like in German, the, the actual like titles of the movies are usually translated different than like what the titles are here. So I don't think it was called Frozen um, in German. I forgot what it was called. But yes, yes. I had no idea. It's ice cream. My nieces are obsessed with it. I have three little nieces and literally two of them, like the, the two older ones of the three, um, they went uh, for fushing for carnival. They yeah. went as um, Elsa again. Like <laughs> every yeah. single year, it's, it, the Elsa costume comes out and they're yeah, like, not surprised. They're ready to go. I have the cutest videos of them literally singing um, the Let It Go version in, in German. Lass es los. Yeah. <laughs> crazy no it's just in German it's so funny because I'm literally (laughs) sitting there and my so I went with my brother and my dad and my dad had told us he was like oh it's um it's a movie with like a snowman because like you know Olaf was on the cover so he's like yeah I think it's about like Frosty the the snowman or something so I'm going into the movie thinking it's about a snowman I'm watching something about like Frosty and then it's obviously so far from that it's it's like I'm it's literally frozen in the bond of two sisters and everything. And it was just like, I was just sitting there. Like 
I'm not even joking. And then like halfway through the movie, I was my dad was like, Yeah, I don't think this is about Frosty. <laughs> it's not about Frosty the snowman at all. But um it's crazy because even in German, like the song, like it's the same tone, it's the same like yeah. melody, right? So you know, it still stuck with me. And then when I watched it in English, I was like, ah, like I like it better in English. Yeah, but like same thing with the movie, it's like the whole picture. You come with the sound, you come with the visuals, it it comes with like from A to B, there's so many elements to it. So with animation, it's the same, it's the same way, but just the technical part of animation itself is just something that I think a lot of people are always so afraid of or shy away from. I think this looks so impossible. I can never do this. I can never do this. Um and I'm I'm still like convincing myself that I one day will be able to do this. <laughs> oh, you totally can. Once you draw the like your characters or the, whatever you want to animate, how like do you connect the movements? Like how does it like do you press a button on the software where you're like okay connect move like make it move? Like how does it how does that work? Yeah, so that that basic basically very similar to what you just said. That's what you do. You oh. you draw from like you choose what you want. So if you say, oh yeah, I want a, a moving animation happening, like this is what I'm working on. Um, you start with literally doing frame by frame um, of your character moving. Like you could start, for example, having your character on your left and then moving it to the right. So you just draw frame by frame how it moves to the right um and then you'd literally press a button and you'd be like oh now i can see it oh now i can see it ah, okay okay i i think to me it looks very similar to when you edit in for example something very simple like iMovie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you um you have that too where you're just like oh let me see like how i how i can like i shorten or lengthen or how can i make this look this certain way or what do i want to add into it like a layer like you can add layers what to the, it. What do the layers do? Like, is it more like in depth, or like, for example, like uh, if I wanted to make wrinkles or something, like would that be on layer one, and then, or like would that be on layer two? Like, I don't know. Like, how do the layers work? Yeah, it depends on like if you want. It's basically like a uh, in the background or the foreground. So if you want to make more something that is uh, a plain two D animation, or do you want to make something that is more three D animation? And that's I I think it's way harder to do like a real 3d animation like with these kind of softwares like that i think that is way harder to do right because 3d is more like like can you give me an example of like 3d versus 2d animation so 2d is literally just there is length and there is width and then with um 3d there is depth as well so you have a certain like let's, let's go with an example you have Mickey Mouse is a 2D animation. If you have like the Steamboat Willie and then you have Coco is a 3D animation, like the way that it is like yeah. formed the characters, um, but you have a foreground and a background. So like how they, for example, how they used to do it um, with, let's go with Disney's first feature for Snow White. In- right. Oh my God. The animation has come so, have you seen, did you see Snow White in Wreck-It Ralph? Like, cause all the princesses are in mm-hmm are in the internet one so yeah, when yeah. Just, like when you take that princess scene and just compare it to like the original snow white you're like holy shit like have we come a long way it is so detailed every princess is so detailed the one thing that kind of freaked me out is that cinderella had ears did you see that it was weird because cinderella in all her animation movies or in every animation she's ever been in we've never seen her ears like we've never seen her ears never. and then in wreck it ralph internet breaks the internet they show her ears and I was like, 
what is happening? <laughs> it was so like honestly, it did throw me off because you're so used to not seeing her ears, and then but it makes sense. Like, why wouldn't she have ears? You know what I mean? I that's I never thought about it because I was like, it's under her hair. <laughs> she blocks her ears. No, it was go back like when we're done with this episode, go back to that scene, look at her ears, and tell me what you think because like. It's noticeable because she's like talking and then you just like see yeah. her. Yeah. <laughs> what? I never thought about it. That's crazy. That's I crazy. know. It's just like little details like that too. Like, hey, it's like we notice though, you know? Yeah. But yeah take it back to Snow White. Yeah. Like how they, how they used to do it and like paint everything on glass. It was like they would paint. They have a background that is basically just the one background. And then they have Snow White like dancing across the field. And then it moves like that's they have to like literally make the uh, the plates move under it. So there is the motion and it's it's crazy. And then it's like frame by frame, snap, move it, snap, move it, snap. And it's nowadays how you can do it. It's it's just a little bit different depending on what I don't know what software Disney would use per se. I don't have technology yet. Yeah. But um it's it's very I, I believe it's pretty similar that they have a already made they built basically in the background how the room would look like right. and then they have in the foreground the toys moving around so you don't have to constantly recreate the background like it's uh you could think of it as like um oh let me save this <laughs> and then this has to stay this way and then it doesn't it should move again and then you have the toys that can move and then depending on because they make it in like a 3d way where it can move up down side to side they have like the whole they've already made the rooms in like a three-dimensional way where you're like oh now when they come forward then maybe the camera tilts down like this then we see them walking this way or all the way around um i think that's the best way i can like explain no no it makes sense yeah I feel like Disney has been around for so long doing animations. Like, I'm sure they save some of their, like, animations so they can reference back on it and kind of, like, copy that those motions. Because, like, think about how much, like, how much time and effort this all takes. Like, it would be almost silly to not save it and use it as reference to, like, yeah. another animation. It's, like, that's something that blew my mind the other day, what I learned um, that I didn't know before. Um, and people were all like all around were like, oh my god, what? This is blowing my mind. How is this <laughs> happening? It's when they this happening. <laughs> How is this happening? It's um a scene from Winnie the Pooh. The Mowgli thing? Mowgli. Oh my god. Exactly. And they yes. have the same um basically same movement, movement. the same walk. Like it's like a minute long of them literally doing mm-hmm. the exact same movement, walking like Mowgli's walking like somewhere in the jungle, and then Winnie Pooh's like walking like somewhere along the park or something. But that was so crazy. Everything like was exactly the same, but like you don't you didn't notice it because it was just a different movie and like different yeah, you setting. Don't, you don't think of, if you see it side by side, obviously it it comes to light. And I was like, wow, this is fascinating. Yeah. And people would be like. What? why is that like this like I'm so confused and then when I posted it um my friend Shelby shout out to Shelby also a big Disney fan like me so we always talk about yeah <laughs> yeah no I love Disney Everything Disney um she was telling me um that animators archive certain like movements so it's like easier to like reuse in like other things because it makes the animation quicker like you were able to like get it done faster without like yeah 
being forced to all redo it all over again. So if it's like something like this that wasn't even it wasn't like a big part of the story. It wasn't like the same exact, like you didn't take Lady and the Tramp and then like Aristocats and we're like, they both did the same thing with the freaking pasta. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> it was, or like they weren't both dancing like an Aristocats. Like it's a different, it's just a little like in between scene thing. Um, so it wasn't standing out and it didn't need to. It was just something, a little transition part that they reused basically, recycling and reusing it. Yeah. <laughs> A different movie and that's a totally normal thing that they do and I was like oh that's what it is. I, I, I thought it was really fascinating that it was so similar I didn't yeah. think like a bad thing or like whatsoever I don't um, see that as a bad thing either like I I totally I honestly I respect it like I get it like it's a little shortcut and like in what you're doing like you know what yeah. I mean, like, I mean you're, not, you're not cheating you're still switching it up you know what I mean and like when you think about filmmaking it's like we're using camera angles we're using stuff from you know other filmmakers from dating back from like 50 to 100 yeah, years ago exactly really be like no you can't use this you can't do this. and i mean it's the same studio so it's literally just a reusing of a transition scene and it works in both ways and it does different things for both things it um, does yeah so it's it's really fascinating i think that's really great i think that's 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 what's key what you said is that it does different things in in both of those movies like if it was doing the exact same thing and you you're like really they just literally copy and paste it into another movie that would have that would be different then i would be like i get why people are upset like but it's like they copy they did put that walk in there but it's it's a very different movie and, and setup and just like everything that's happening like the situation i don't yeah. know so <laughs> if you character. do it right like it's like i'm not mad at that like i get it like you're saving some time like if anything it's like that's smart <laughs> But yeah, it's just, it's, I mean, it's the, the Christopher Robin in, in Winnie the Pooh and, and Mowgli in Jungle Book. They mm-hmm. are very, they look very similar in their facial experience. And that's just because they were made around the same time, but probably yeah. the same people. That was kind of their animation style. It's the same thing. I, I, I think that Sleeping Beauty looks very similar to freaking Cinderella. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, their, their facial expressions, the way that they are, I mean, they do have like, a difference for sure like i don't think they look like twins in any way i've noticed that the princess's eyes like i don't know maybe just on and elsa but their eyes are a lot like bigger like but yeah, i think now with their animation the new animation style of how they're making um a lot of the princesses now or like just just in general the characters now is way bigger eyes and mm-hmm. it's just a way different technique of how they use it obviously when um with I think also I mean Tiana already already started having bigger eyes as well yeah I wonder when they made the switch like what year because like all these animate like different animation styles didn't all just happen at once like they you know every other year or something like 1995 Toy Story 1 was like the first like animation of like objects you doing the Beast Bell also had really oh yeah yeah I think think it started with Ariel who had really big eyes Damn, um, think about no, but look at like compare the and like how far we've come. Ariel underwater versus like finding Dory. Yes. That's insane. That's a whole different that's a whole that's a whole new world. <laughs> and then Aladdin. I mean, Aladdin is timeless. Um obviously like one of the my favorite films, because also like when I was little, all I wanted to be was Jasmine. <laughs> Me too. Oh my god, we're like the same. <laughs> It was like the one that I could most identify with because it was like I she was know. only Tamara. I felt the same way. I was like, she's the closest one to looking like me. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what am I doing with all the other ones? Like, yeah, they were like, all blonde, or one was a fish. So I was like, it's not <laughs> happening. What, what do I do with that? 
that's the thing where people were like, well, but your favorite one is Mulan. And I'm like, yeah, but, but still like that's. Well, Mulan's just a badass. Like, you know, it's like, she, she was like the first like print, like really showed us like women can do exactly the same thing that men can do. And it was so early on. Like we, I didn't even, you know, know there was this whole like fucking stereotype feminist whole thing where it was like, Oh, women can't do the same thing as men. Like I was so young. I didn't even know that was happening, but now I'm like, Holy shit. Like Mulan, you were so ahead of your time. Like, super ahead of its time and it's yeah um, and it's funny because it's like playing in a way earlier time <laughs> yeah like, i know i know i love that i love that the how they how they use these kind of stories and i mean it's based on like a real ballad or like a real saga of a person that apparently existed many 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 years ago <laughs> um so isn't it crazy though that the stories that the princess stories that they're based off of like not so sweet stories apparently oh love that i think i I think that's pretty cool too it just makes it because if you read the grim stories you get like sad i think in the end like um it's it's like it's like they make fairy tales something where you think oh wow i don't want that to happen to me ever because like i don't i don't want to have my even though if i hate my sisters i don't want them to chop off the the feed to yeah what the fuck that's like a scary movie that's not a princess movie no it's not like a fairy tale like how we do yeah, it's it. not a fairy tale like whatsoever and then i mean there's always like some like mm, when you're like oh well how does that make sense right <laughs> and, uh or with i mean sleeping beauty she sleeps for a hundred years and i'm like so how the heck who is coming after a hundred i know i know like, i know awakening the princess now um it's it's a little obviously there's always like goods and bads and you can you can take and leave whatever you want it's still it's a it's still a story it's an imaginary story it's a fairy tale it's a fantasy like yeah. whatever you want to take with it i yeah. agree i honestly think <laughs> the fantasy is going to continue and the more like the more detailed they get like i swear we're going to watch animation movies and we're literally i feel like we're not going to be able to tell the difference of like if that's a real person or not like i feel like that's how good they're going to get Right now, um, have you ever seen um, or heard about this person that's like a famous robot girl? Oh that's- my god, the Instagram like uh, robot girl. God damn, yes. Okay, that freaked me out. Because I'm, that's so crazy you brought it up because I was literally talking to my boyfriend about it yesterday because I was like, hey, look at this girl, haha. Like, you know, just trying to see how he would react. And he was like, he's like, what? Like, what is this? And I was like, I think she's a robot. Like, for the longest time, I was like, I think she's a robot. I think she's a robot. But I think like she's a real girl and her face is CGI or I don't know. I don't really know what it is to be honest. I don't understand how that works. Um, but yeah, they're making it like it's obviously like we can see this is not a real person. So I like I mean it's like the face itself and the way that the movement and stuff is, I'm like, this is somewhat animated or somewhat there's a filter on that's for some reason works really well with your face. Like you can you can edit everything now. So I, I think it might be a real person doing the movement and the talking, but then yeah. there's over them uh, something. Yeah, that makes sense. Because like, if you go to her Instagram, it's called like Lil Michaela. I'm on it right now. She literally has three, <laughs> she has 3 million followers. And when you look at her Instagram, she literally has a normal body. Like, a, like it literally, it's, it's literally a regular body. But then when you look at her face and you zoom in, she has like these, 
really animated like freckles and her eyelashes don't look real and her eyebrows don't look real like her face really doesn't it looks like a like a video game character in my opinion so like that's why I'm so convinced that like they must be like changing her face you know in some in some shape or form there is something wrong with this yeah. I have a feeling this can't be a hundred percent real no but- I don't know why people think it is. I'm, it's literally just a PR stunt. This is how she got like all this fame and all oh. following is literally just people. The being part like, that tripped me out is like, okay, because it's like definitely easy to fool people with just pictures. But when she does the videos, that's what trips yeah. me out. The videos is what really trips me out. And she was she did like one with one of these uh, female rappers called Sweetie. She's like hanging out with her and they're eating together. And I'm just like, what like it's just like crazy because i'm like she's doing it like she's acting like such a normal human being but like she does not look like one like she has to be animated in the face so somehow you gotta just check that out for yourself (laughs) it'd be really scary of like if this is gets this good i mean what they're also trying to do with like um let's let's go about these more unpleasant things that disney has done over the years like jungle book was actually pretty okay i think but then lion king I'm oh sorry. god the new one sorry the new like i mean i still cried don't get me wrong but <laughs> i still I think was it looked too real i think that's why people didn't like it like the animals you know like they looked too they looked weird like they looked a little like rag. i don't know like it just wasn't like as cute as i had imagined such a classic story both of them are such classic stories and it's so beautiful and like amazing because they are animation they are like a cartoon character <laughs> I mean, I'm fascinated that they can do stuff like that. So that is, I mean, and also um, it's been like in a lot of CGI used in a lot of like life action movies, how like, um, I mean, Life of P, um, um, where the, the tiger on the boat is obviously not a real tiger. I know, that whole movie, like the animation's insane because like he's obviously starting to get delusional being on out on the water for so long. So like, you don't really know what he's, really seeing what he's not and so like when they do like the when he like stumbles upon this island and there's like this jellyfish i think in the water or something and it like Mm -hmm. illuminates the water like or like algae or something i don't know what it is in the water but it like illuminates the water super beautiful and like lights up the island and just like is so fascinating i'm like wow and then yeah being able to you know do the animation with the tiger and all the other animals that were there it's just insane like i feel like the future of animation is literally going to be that robot girl and what we've seen and what we've seen in lion king like it's just going to be so like real looking where it's almost going to be freaky yeah people are going to be like well this is not what i signed up for i want toys that are yeah <laughs> like toys that are not real toys but actually then now you can buy a buzz light year and i'm still like waiting for a day where someone buys me a buzz light year <laughs> because it's like one of those purchases where you're like i cannot justify this i cannot justify my purchases but this is like the one but i somehow always do but this is one of the things that i'm like i cannot justify buying this for myself but i would like someone someone else buys it for me right yeah this is a public service announcement my birthday is in july (laughs) in july hint hint buzz like here like the basic stages of animation Mm -hmm. what would you say that they are whatever you want to do um, when it comes to anything artistic, and in this case, if it is animation, just if you have an idea, just do it, just go for it. Basically, even if it's something like, for example, I'm not like blasting it out. People are always surprised when I say I I, I do like it. I do like to draw. I do like to animate in the future at some point, And I'm just not there yet. That's totally normal. And a lot of people do that. So 
couldn't take it from me just get started on something take a if you just want to if you can't afford an ipad immediately don't do it like not telling you to like go buy <laughs> right away or buy the most expensive gear don't put yourself in debt for this <laughs> like, don't put yourself in debt for this or anything but let's say you have a really big urge of it or you you would just really like to do it for yourself and then maybe take it somewhere you can always start by just having an imagination, having an idea and putting it on pen and paper and then see where it goes. And like, just get a sketchbook for yourself or like any like paper you have lying around that is printer paper. And you just start making out a character and you listen to a little bit of lo-fi in the background. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I feel like you need some good tunes while you're like sketching because it can get quiet, it can get lonely. (laughs) (laughs) Or you can even like watch something um, on the side and just be like, this is a character I really like. Like, Oh yeah, Sometimes I have drawn Stitch because I love Stitch. Like I try to. And like literally you just stand, sit there next to it and try to like trace it. Like either you can do it right over it if you have those kind of really thin papers and you put it over <laughs> another paper, you know, like print it out and then yeah, like, yeah. But it that's that's also a way you can like get it started just to feel more comfortable. But I mean the biggest training you're gonna get doing it freehanded. So just have it next to each other and then just start trying to trace it the same way and you get a feel for it after a while. And you just get into it and just do it. I have a, a cousin of mine is into um car design he wants to like design cars someday so all he does every single day he sits there (laughs) after he does his homework he's like i'm done now with my homework i am now going to draw cars and i'm like how the heck and he just starts like lines 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 like draws them up down circle whatever the the frick is happening i'm like what are you doing (laughs) i watch him and five minutes later he has like some sketch of a car and he's like oh it's actually not as great as i want it to be but i'm gonna leave it as that and then the next day he does another one or he does the same like five in a row and he just makes perfect literally just goes for it you just have to go for it and um, think about what it is you really like to do and what would you like to animate? What would you like to draw? Like you can even if you are in film and you want to be better as a storyboard artist, think of a film that you already know. Think right. of a film you like or a movie that you made even yourself. And you can just be like, let me go frame by frame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Try to redraw these characters that I already know how they look like, what they do. And it gives you a baseline starting somewhere. And you don't have to feel afraid, be or like be afraid of anything. You don't have to be a great artist at first. It's gonna make you a great artist later. I love that. Thank you. No, because I'm like, maybe I should buy like a sketchbook and try and like just to improve my storyboards. Like I am not gonna be an animator, but hey, like I, I can improve my storyboards. Like there's always room for improvement for me. So. Yeah, be multifaceted. Have yeah, like yeah, like I'm like I might like that if that app is only $30 or that application to just draw, like I might just even like download it because that kind of sounds fun too. Plus my boyfriend has the iPad with the Apple pen. So I'm like, hmm. And literally if you just even start right, like drawing these mandalas or something like that and try to draw them by hand, that's like such a creative outlet for you. And it makes you, it can make you really, really excited by hand or on the, on the iPad and whatsoever. It's something so soothing. Um, and you can color it and shape it and whatever you want to do with it and maybe yeah. use it for something. Thank you so much for coming on and talking about animation, giving us all insight about it. So it was definitely nice to get some details and insight on it. And now I actually feel like, hey, like maybe I should try it too. So 
You know, that's awesome. So yeah. people listening might feel the same way. So if you want to drop your handle. Um, Just be a rough near basic one. Hit me up there with anything you need. Make sure to rate and subscribe at the R-Rated Podcast. And we'll see you guys next week.